prime up the clips. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cloud9 Podcast Season 6, Episode 19. The season is underway. And we are going to be having a great show for you guys tonight because we are going to be getting in our last final LCS 2023 Spring Split Predictions. I'll be going a little bit over the LEC, just a little bit. And then we're going to be covering the games that we ended up watching from the LPL and the LCK. Like I told you guys in uh, the other episode this week and last week, the first Cloud9 Podcast episode covering the you know 2023 League of Legends season will be on the LPL and the LCK because they obviously start first. And last night, if you guys didn't get a chance to watch Hanwha Life versus Kwang Dong Freaks, game one, super, super exciting. I know... Like, even we talked about, like, can Zeka, you know, keep up that world's 2022 performance? Yes, he can. And he definitely was putting that team on his back. What an absolute beast. What got into him? He was not that good on, like, Vici. He was not that good on BLG. Comes to DRX. Kind of shaky all last year. Comes to Worlds. Plays out of his mind. And then it's still currently playing out of his mind which is absolutely insane i am so proud of him and he can keep up that level of a, of a performance um but before we go over that uh there's a few announcements i want to actually make to you guys so initially the plan for this season was to do a prediction series which is going to be called competitive predictions where you know we just have a basic prediction series where we're talking about the game the upcoming matches of the week obviously um that's probably not gonna end up happening uh for the foreseeable future because i am currently really busy right now trying to get other things done, not just on this channel, but my main YouTube channel as well. We have some really big movie projects coming up, and Chaz's schedule is also likely changing. So the extra time that we would have to do that is not going to really just be a thing. So what, what I will end up doing is we're, we're going to have uh, two Cloud9 podcast episodes a week. What I'm thinking about doing is, or initially the plan is, having a Cloud9 podcast episode on Monday and Tuesday with the LCS one being first because the LCS starts on Thursday. The LCS uh, coverage would have to go first because the LCS start time is on Thursday now, you know? So LCS has to come first. And then talking about the LEC, I was going to do that with Warren on Tuesday, you know? But unless Chaz wants to talk about the LEC as well, which we're going to watch this week anyway, which is honestly up to him. So, the Cloud9 podcast moving forward are going to be on Monday and Tuesday, LCS and LEC. Now, people are going to probably ask, like, um, what time? Um, I'm currently, right now, we're working on, um, you know, 8 p.m. PST for the LCS show, right? That's kind of the yep. running time right now. And as you guys know, the Yu Gi Oh podcast runs on that too. So we wouldn't be having an LCS Cloud9 podcast for long. We would actually um, be having a show for about around 
an hour, 30 minutes, hour, 20 minutes, actually, yeah. you know, go in, talk about the teams and, you know, just talk about our thoughts on the, you know, matches of the week, uh, going over the production, all, all that stuff. Right. So moving forward, that's kind of the update. I'll do a channel update video smaller than about 10 minutes or nine minutes breaking down everything. But just for anyone who's watching this live is that there's going to be two cloud nine pockets episodes a week, one covering the LCS, one covering the LEC. And then if we want to obviously cover the LPL or the LCK games, we're going to do those in those days. Now that's not saying that later on that week, I can't have an episode covering LPL and LCK. What it's basically saying is I have to free up this Thursday coming up. The reason why I have to free up Thursdays coming up is because I'm trying to like go back and watch movies on Thursday. Not saying I'm burnt out streaming, but I want to make sure I have that day because Thursdays is when new movie releases come out. And I want to make sure I have that day to go and watch the new movie releases because I got to review the movies. So there's a reason why I ended up, uh, you know, moving the cloud nine podcast days up actually. So you are going to be getting your content the first part of the week covering the major regions. And then that's essentially it. And then we just, you know, rinse, wash, repeat, you know, that's essentially it. So you have the cloud nine podcast Monday and one Tuesday, like I said before, two episodes a week. So for my prediction series, what I'm going to end up doing is I'll end up going into my community tab and then covering the big match of the weeks for all the major regions. That's what I'm going to end up doing. But begin this show, uh, we're going to do our final LCS 2023 spring split predictions. There's been so many people out there making all these crazy hot takes and everything, and it's just fucking insane. But what's going on, man? How are you doing? What do you think? Well, I'm doing good, man. Um, yeah, see, my thing is depends on what my schedule is because at this point, moment, it's all up in the air. And I'm like, okay, let me figure out what the hell I need to do. Yeah, I can maneuver around this because if it's gonna be some BS, I'm I'm gonna just go to a more solidified schedule where I'll probably have nights off, you know. But yeah, that's pretty much what I'm doing right now. Just try to get shit. Like shit I told Chaz, hey, the season started. We we were even watching the DK um DRX series, and that is a series to talk about. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. That is a series to talk about when we get to it. But, yeah, um, nothing else ended up happening really that big. Um, but for the LCS, okay, so if anyone's watching this right now, I currently have a big video that is coming out that should have came out a few days ago, but I messed up on editing it, so it's going to come out uh, later on tomorrow or it'll come out on Saturday. The biggest news as they did it, I even said this in my um, Cloud9 podcast episode, I think a few weeks ago, where you know how it was revealed that the LCS start times are going to be changing. Yep. We're going to be 12 o'clock and three year time. They, they were like, you know what? We're going to change them. They changed them to the exact time I said, two o'clock for us, which would be five o'clock for you. They legitimately did it. I'm glad Riot somewhat listens to the fans now i don't really buy all that bullshit where they're actually going to be like hearing the fans and shit like that That's, i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need some more consistency on that because they've been saying that for uh there's just been literally no communication from these people for so long i mean doing like a few good things doesn't really win me over you're gonna have to like you know do a little bit more with that um but if you guys don't know the lcs start times have changed they're gonna be doing 2 p.m psts which is 5 p.m 
EST for you guys on the East Coast, actually. Thursdays and Fridays. And obviously the LEC is Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then you get your LCK and LPL. We have league seven days a week, and I am super happy about that. Um, that's pretty much it. I have a whole video covering all that stuff anyway, and I'll be releasing this to you guys very, very soon, either uh, tomorrow or I'll be getting it out to you guys on Saturday. But yeah, um, I'm glad they're putting the timing at um, you know, two o'clock because it. Remember how we were watching the season kickoff event yeah. and shit? Yeah, on, on YouTube, them viewers when it peaked out when the event was about to end after an hour, that shit was like five thousand five hundred people. On Twitch, yeah. it was like what forty k. You know, like it, it's probably better to test that in an actual split because Riot were so hell bent on that they had did a lot of research that this was going to be the best thing moving forward. They weren't even confident in that in themselves, you know. So that's the that's the shaky thing we have, you have to kind of see there is they were really all inning on this new time slots for the LCS, you know, but. If you have a lot of these people who are investing into these LCS orgs, who are investing obviously into their teams, they're gonna feel kind of you know uneasy about the timing shift. Because let's be honest here, a lot of us couldn't have even watched it. Like, even I couldn't even watch. Really, I literally would have been able to probably watch most of Thursday. I would have been able to watch. But Friday for sure, I would have li- I would have literally missed everything. Thursday, Friday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, I would have been working. Friday, I would have been free to watch watch the whole thing. Yeah, like that's the thing you gotta understand is like, I mean, I I am glad they changed it. Like that is a, the timing change is fine. Like literally, I was fine with the days shifting themselves. I was, I, I was fine with the days themselves. I just wasn't a fan of the timing. The timing was really bad actually so yeah i'm glad they did that and that is actually something that is going to be a bit easier on people in terms of the stress level for some of these teams actually to understand hey uh i guess the company i mean i i I don't know like if you watch travis's video when he's interviewing these people oh yeah yeah it's uh, it's a lot of backwards fucking answers and it's a lot of like backtracking like not a lot of standing on your ground and at, like answering it's why like, you made the decisions in the first place if you're gonna backtrack this fast. No, because you're testing it. You're you're seeing how the people are reacting. Like, should we just move it back? It was like, yeah, that happens. I'm like, okay. Smash the like button. Also, also, if you guys are watching, smash the like button. Five likes is the goal. As always, you know. Now up to now us to us is now up to us to watch. Right. Mm. Five likes is the goal, and then I love C nine hundred. The these sucks. Okay, there we go. Make sure that's a poll, and that's gonna be that. I'll say, I'll say that's not even a word. Oh my god. Okay, so that's pretty much the announcements there, and yeah. Other other than that, we can start going over our final. LCS 2023 spring split predictions. Uh, I know we talked about these teams uh, about, yeah, about a few weeks ago when we did our power rankings with um, James, actually. So I, I've seen a, a few people have their predictions on FlyQuest, right? And I know a lot of people are hyped about the FlyQuest roster because of Vikla and Prince. 
and impact actually yeah. um there's a big problem when it comes to a lot of these rosters that a lot of people hype up just off player name alone is that the, the reason why some of them don't initially work out is because the center the synergy of the players themselves wouldn't really be there right yeah so Spica as a player is kind of like a hybrid carry team orientated jungler he he really didn't know what lane to really play through on TSM outside of tactical, right? So with this team, he's going to just essentially play through uh, Prince, and that would be a better ADC to play through than tactical. I think having impact is good. I think impact is great. Impact is one of the most, not, not even just one of the most underrated top laners, one of the most disrespected top laners. Like, teams will win with this guy, go to uh international tournaments with him and you're not gonna win anyways playing with na teams anyway he's just always winning trophies he's always at the top there's been like what one split in like the last how many splits he's competed in the lcs where he's been legitimately out of playoffs like i think he's only literally missed playoffs twice since he's been in the lcs almost back in 2015 in spring when he was on goddamn tip no no not 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 tip it was uh it was on nrg and it was on NRG back in 2016, spring, at the LCS. He missed playoffs, and he missed playoffs during the LCS 2020 spring split when Double Live had a collapse in his brain when he said spring didn't matter, and TL missed playoffs, actually. So, yeah, Impact's rarely ever missed playoffs. Super reliable player. I'm glad FlyQuest finally got a top laner like him. They've always needed a player like that guy. The speaker pickup, I mean, I got to be before in my video that I did when I when – I, uh, reacted to the news of Bjergsen, Double If, and Closer joining, like, 100 Thieves, right? With Double If, Speaker, Bjergsen, I was like, please, for the love of God, do not pick Speaker. Jeez, holy Christ. And of these didn't. None of these did not, because they realized, wait a minute, he's, I, it'd have to be something along the lines of, they know Closer has a higher ceiling than him, and it's just a much better player. No, it was, it was all about money at the end of the day. It, was, it came down to, okay, we're either keeping it... Because I think no matter what, Speaker was like. Was I don't think it was ever an option, though. I think that was he, just a. No, he was never an option because it was like, okay, we want Tenacity up, but mm-hmm. we can't put him at jungle because yeah, he's not. He's not. I'm not gonna say he's not bad. He's not bad at jungle, but he's bad at top. It's all right. It's like some days cost a little too much for what we want to do this year. Mm-hmm. And closers don't. It was like, okay, we gotta keep one of these two. That's what it came down to. It, it was speaker. It was no. It was never an option because of double left and Beerson. I think once they officially signed to one uh, seed, the speaker was never gonna go to go there. He was never an option. I think they. I think what it was is speaker was on that list because they wanted to see if double left and Beerson decide if Beerson said I'm going back to coaching or I'm retired. And Double F never came out. Speaker, speaker goes to one of these. Like, but probably not. Like that was the, the, that that's was, how I see it. I don't think he was like. I think he was an option potentially because remember how LEC Wulo broke the news that they allowed closer to look for options along with Amadage. Yeah. So I think he was potentially an option. But it but was I, a bluff. Also, it was a bluff. They. People don't. Yes, that's the thing. They don't. People. People. Do you realize that they do that in sports a lot too? They like sometimes they tell players, "Hey, 
go and try and seek an offer, but I, I still might actually keep you because it gauges the interest in the market. And if Plus. Closer himself doesn't see any better offers on the market, why not Plus. just stay, you know? Plus, Plus one speaker comes out and says that he – he he wanted to play with anybody from that TSM team and what the it, what what was the year he had that big gaffe in the playoffs or in worlds? Only went zero and six, 2020. Yeah, he said he, he he's not playing with anybody from that team ever again. There's a clip. Most at- likely because um when you play with veteran players, they're very, very unwilling to move away from a play style they already know and how they want to play the game. They're very like secure in that. That's most likely what he means. But then again, people need to also understand the fact that like that, that TSM roster wasn't really that good anyway. It was LCS was very, very bad. It's, it's actually really surprising how they won. considering the fact that a lot of teams that were better, even ones that weren't technically better by such a long, long shot, just ape shit through so fucking hard. No, there's an um, actual, actual clip of... Um... That, and that's that's what I brought up earlier. It's like, if he's bringing this up, you know, you got to be thinking to yourself like, God damn, he wouldn't even play with double if again, given the chance to play with double if, and he won a title with this guy. He won a title with double if. Like, he's won his only trophy playing with Double F and Bjergsen. And he was like, you know what? I'm not playing with those two ever again. Here's the video. Here's the video. I, I All right. Give me one, one second. Play it right now. That was, that, 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 that's pretty spicy. I did not see that. That's yeah, spicy he, I need to have. Because he was streaming, and I thought, I'm like, okay, it's live. And I saw what happened. I was like. He's not saying it's in a joking context, right? Nah. Okay. Okay. Give me one second. We'll put the video right now for anyone who's watching. Okay. Give me one second. Let me make sure because on the uh, on the YouTube channel side, uh, the newest episode that we're streaming right now wasn't showing up as the newest one. Let oh, me make sure I had that. Okay, so newest episode is showing up, and we are going to be going over the video that Chaz wants to go over. All right. Okay. Uh. Oh, we also got. We need to make sure we know this too. Remember, he was gonna resign with TSM, but yep. he tried to get an extra hundred k. Added to his contract, and they were like, "No." <laughs> now I do agree; he's been there for a bit. Like he probably wants to get paid a good amount of money, you know, being the you know base of the franchise player of TSM, being the player that's that's essentially like you know kept them as good as they are. Like even this past year, like I didn't really think he played that good, all things considered. Like, but I, I don't think he was trash by me. He had some, he had some pop off games there. I'd imagine being on TSM for a good amount, like what three. He, he was there since 2019, yeah. 2019 summer. So 2020, well, yeah, he probably wants to get to get some good money now. And people got to factor in. Same thing happened with El Yoya. He wanted to get some good money. Someday wanted to get some good money. It's like, yes, got to factor in. Some of these players, they play for an or for so long and they're on like their initial contract that they signed. That's going to be on some, you know, lower deal compared to what you would get potentially if you went and explored on the open market, actually. I remember the whole TSM drama with Spica was that he wanted to renegotiate his contract because his contract was over, and all he wanted to stay on TSM, which is a bit more money on his contract, and they wouldn't even fork up 100K just for Spica. Now, I know a lot of people said, um, well, why wouldn't they just do that for for Spica? He's like their franchise player. So, you guys know I don't like TSM at all, but 
I don't think Spica's gameplay from 2022 basically was warranting a, a 100K increase on his contract. I'm just saying. Like, looking at his gameplay, the guy who was uh, – he had some really sus games there. Like, he wasn't even the best – not even the best jungler. He, he's very spotty throughout the year. I'm not saying he's bad. He was just – he was just okay, right? I don't think that kind of a pay increase – is warranted for a player of that caliber just in that year's performance. Now I know he's been the MVP before. I know he said he's he's a not a bad jungler. I just didn't think TSM made the wrong move in terms of not giving him more money. It's like you're giving more money to a guy that had a pretty subpar 2022. You know, it's like if you're gonna give 100k to a new, if you're gonna give 100k to any player, why not just give it to a, you know, an actual name brand jungler that's gonna also be a potential carry threat. But then TSM go to the Mexico League to sign Boogie. And I'm sitting there going like, okay, we're gonna go to the we're gonna go to the fucking gulag to sign a goddamn player. Why not just pay Speaker the extra money then? I'd rather just give Speaker an extra hundred k than go find some random. Then like, what do you? I mean, if this guy is gonna sit there and pop off on TSM, great. Do you get this guy on a cheap contract? You probably sign him for a couple years. TSM will make playoffs, probably get knocked out at a random round of the playoffs randomly, you know. But it's one of those things of, like, you're not going to give this guy extra money, and he wants to stay in your org and play in your org, but you're going to go get some random from some fucking gulag league. It's like, uh, TSM and making bad decisions, same with more iconic duo. Jesus flipping Christ, man. It's, like, mm. it's so dumb, dude. Oh, Lord. All right, and this org is like, yeah, we want to be competitive. We want to, you know, still make playoffs. Mother efforts are keeping solo on their roster. It's like if it's like when immortals make 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 a little offseason videos. They're like, we want to do better this year. We want to you know invest in coaching and infrastructure. That's all great, but you have revenge on your roster, and you have Kenvi on your roster as well. I'm just saying, like you know, these players have been putting up some pretty average, like subpar performances, and I don't think these performances warrant these players of being on the roster. Also, if you're going to get the performances you've been getting out of, you know, revenge and Kenvi, I would simply just go and get different players. Now they're going to have to go and get potentially local NA talent because they probably don't have a big budget for immortals. But if you're getting that kind of performance out of revenge and Kenvi, I would simply either just get Academy players or potentially buy a player cheaper that does the same thing, but just a bit better in potentially certain areas. So here was this video that Chaz wanted me to play. I did not even see this actually. So I'm glad he brought this up. All right. So the, the initial tweet says, many of you are curious why I did not join 100 thieves with Bjergsen and double if. So I want to give some context. The reunion was going to happen. Until I remember what these boomers did to me at the 2020 League of Legends World Championship, and I had to reconsider. He he did do a five man, uh, Lilla Lilia Lilia. I can't ever pronounce Lilia. Lilia sleep. TSM sees that, does nothing. Oh, it's actually even worse after that. That's not even the worst thing they even did in that game. That's how they threw that fucking game. But let me go over this. I is this meant to be a meme? Because this has been a meme for a while. The, yeah, the, but the, see how he put 102 C's? He was joking. Okay. Let's see what, what he said. 
Oh no, it's not, that was the clip, and then they show why he won't. It's just it's just him replaying what happened. At, oh, okay. Because it was mostly just a tweet, and then he was like, "This how he did this. He stunned him, and then he didn't do shit." He was like, "Yeah." Because you know what's I, also worse than this game? I'll actually show you this game. It's so egregious to watch. It's it's so troll. Like the fact that people even thought TSM was even going to do anything at this world is ridiculous. The legendary TSM nine man sleep. <laughs> yeah, four of his teammates didn't do well since this is their last game. Just so sad that they didn't do their best. Yeah, 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 yeah. There, there's, there's so much here. Like even in in this game, actually, all I think I have this game still in my in my playlist. To Genji, Rose twenty twenty. No world. Nivea. I was gonna say worlds. Nivea. So this is the game you're probably talking about. This is which is the one. Uh, so when he plays Lucian. Intimate TSM two years ago. It would have to be the one. With, yep, this is the one where he plays. Yeah, this is the one. This is like some troll shit right here. I don't know what the fuck I was watching. I don't know what beer someone was smoking. And people keep capping over this guy. It is blows my brains. All right, this is playing Lucian. So early on in the game, for who's remembering this, early on in the game, TSM were winning the game. This is like one of the best early games they had at the tournament. Not saying much because Genji, it, 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 it could be pretty spotty, you know? Like, Bjergsen actually carrying a game. God forbid. Broken Blade getting solo kills. It's like, okay, you're doing pretty good. Then you have the you have the whole nine-man sleep, right? So I want people to literally look at what these fucking choke artists are doing at one part of this game. So, speaker, as you can clearly see right there, it's still on the Baron, right? So then Broken Blade randomly goes in, uses his ult, fucking throws it. Then, as you can see right there, they could literally still get the Baron, but no, Ruler steals it, right? That's not even the worst thing they did. I want you people to directly watch what Bjergsen does, this complete fucking troll, dude. This is some troll shit right here. I'd be mad if I was him too. Look at this. Okay, so. As you're watching this fight, let me play it in slow. How do you play things in slow motion on YouTube? You go here, you go click XP, right? Normal. Yeah. Half, we'll do that. Yep. About there. Okay. So, what's all wrong here? There's, there's so much all wrong here. Look at this team fight. Okay. So, speakers right there. Arguably, you, you could say they shouldn't be doing the Baron anyway. Okay. Right? They should be doing Baron anyway. But. Look at what Bjergsen does. Okay, I want you to be able to look at Bjergsen. What does he have? Bjergsen has his alt up. He could use it right now, kill it. They get Baron. Double if has his alt. It's right there. He did not use it. And his flash. Bjergsen and Double if both have their flat. Well, Double if has his flash and his ultimate. Bjergsen has culling. Remember, Ruler got the Baron. Not even Clid with the smite got it. And they're just not helping him. What are they like? This is one of the. This is the. And why are they leaving? They have a poke cop with Aphelios and Lucian. Why are they leaving? What are you doing? This is some troll shit. And why? Why is Double Live there when you when you have a freaking Tom Kench and a Aura next to you? It's like I, I, I mean, like if you, if anyone could defend how bad that is, you don't need to be talking about it at any point. But. That's the game. I mean, it's, it's worse than that. But, yeah, they basically started off winning. The, the Lily Asleep would have won the game. They didn't fall for the Lily Asleep. Then they got the Baron stolen when Bjergsen and Doublelift were clearly trolling and clearly could have helped him steal it. Help, secure it, not steal it. Secure it, because they were actually engaging with it. So, 
yeah, that's that. Um, for a hundred thieves. Okay, I don't think the roster itself. It's it's hard to really say what the roster is going to really do. Like on, on one, it's hand, hard. Roster- say, it's kind of hard to say what a lot of these rosters are going to do because I'm not gonna lie. I but th- this is what I know what's going to happen. If Bjergsen and Doublelift do not perform very well in this roster, there's a lot of there's a domino effect that would happen in the, in the LCS. Bjergsen himself said he didn't really get a lot of offers after Team Liquid, and rightfully so. He kind of played like shit. So he knows this is kind of maybe like his last two raw to do well, right? Like yeah. he doesn't win any title this year. If he doesn't even go to MSI as a top two team or go to Worlds. No, I, or I, I, I don't think it's MSI. I, I, if they don't go to Worlds or at least compete for, like at a high uh, standing Or get Worlds, a finals. I mean, or at least get to a finals. Or at least, you know, losers finals. They don't even get a chance to compete for a final. Yeah. I think I think Bears' career is over. I think he'll just retire again. Like that that's my ultimatum for the team is it's basically you gotta win one of the splits this year. Go to MSI, maybe in spring, at the very worst, you go to MSI, or as a console not what well, that world, will, world, world, MSI I, be a consolation prize. I world would be an ultimate because, goal. Because I don't even think they give a fuck about MSI to like like if they went, I think they'd be happy with, with, with yeah. it, like going a second team. I think they'd be like that would be like okay. At least you went to an international event, you know. At least you went and double if likes playing against international caliber competition. But I, I think if they didn't do well at spring, I don't think it would be like the hugest detriment to them because sometimes yeah. in spring, some teams just don't get it together, meta reasons, a lot of shit. You know, summer if they don't even qualify for worlds. Well, if they don't qualify for worlds. That's 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 just a fat fucking L. Remember, people, they play for the fourth seat this year. So if Hunter these just misses out on top three and go into world, you could play for that fourth seat against EU's fourth seed. Now, if they mm-hmm. lose that fourth place match, that yeah, that, that that's, <laughs> that's probably where you gotta start switching shit up. So that's my thing. If Double doesn't do well this year, and Double and Bjergsen need to win championships, guys. It's not like you're talking about fucking Golden Guardian players and Immortal players. Yeah. No, no, no. These guys want to. They and even the org, like an org, will tell you this shit. And it's really weird because the people start harping on not nonsensical ex- external factors. Don't mean shit. These guys for this roster are want to win. They have rookie players because not only are they cheaper, but they see the potential high upsides in them if they can kind of mold them into being what they want to be, right? But they're gonna have their own style with it too. So think it to themselves, someday, well, I'd imagine the reason why they didn't sign him because they probably thought he's going to cost a lot of money, and maybe they think he's getting a bit older, so he's going to probably suck, which I think is just totally wrong. No, I don't think it was the oldest thing. I think it was money. That's actually a thing, dude. A lot of teams do that, actually. But um, look at from what 100 Thieves is doing. It was definitely money because they had a lot of uh, layoffs this year, and uh, and some of their content Mm -hmm. creators have quit, or they went part-time. Like now, what they're trying to do is, mm-hmm. I think with all the esports teams, they're trying to turn them into content creators. That's why I guess Double Up is able to like stream now. He's able to stream. <laughs> As I said before, we can act like we are fans of other team. We're all TSM fans. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, not me, but then again, like, oh god. But yeah, um, that's the thing here with hundred thieves is. Like, we saw the kickoff event with Busio. I mean, I think the kickoff event was good for him. 
because like I told people before, playing on stage is much different than scrims. Any that this is the thing anyone was watching this for any year you're watching league, not just this year. But even those kickoff games, those are that was a that was something you couldn't you really call judge. that a, a glorified. You could call that a, basically a glorified scrim. Now it was, it was a glorified scrim because some of them took it way too. I'm not gonna say way too seriously. But it was like you could tell why they were there. Some just didn't give a fuck. Like, like right now, the G two team that they built with Han Sama, you know, from Team Lead Liquid with Caps. The, right now, people are saying that's one of the best teams in scrims. Guys, I've heard scrims, scrim gods. I mean, basketball teams. Some of them play very well in practice, but choke on stage. It, scrims essentially mean nothing, right? To the mo- for the most part, scrims essentially mean nothing, but you have to give it in the context of what split you're talking about. There's some splits where obviously some teams are so good that in scrims is uh, other teams just forfeit all their whole matches over. But for the most part, like the scrim meme is such a big thing in the community. Like all that matters is playing on stage because sometimes teams on stage play differently. And you know, I think him playing on stage was good for him to get that those nerves out of the way initially being on the stage because you wouldn't want that to happen in the opening matchup against cloud nine. You wouldn't want this guy being like, Oh, I don't know if I can go in and do all this stuff. It's good to have that. Now who will, what will he be doing? Or what champion will he be playing when it comes next? But, Thursday, see, that's, right? that's different when you've been working with a teammate than someone you just probably met like 48 hours prior. Also, yeah, he can't really talk to Berserker either. He can't talk to Berserker, but if he's Korean, <laughs> that's, that's, why, thing. that's why you just there. And you know, all right, cool. Whatever, whatever team, because usually it's like the coach or whatever the coach they have, they write down a list of champions. All right, mm-hmm. these are the champions that you guys want to go for. All right, cool. And then yeah, boom, that's, it. that's it. And that's the thing with the kickoff event. People need to realize um, there was no, um, <laughs> it, was, it was literally no all coaches. Of them just, it was literally all, all of them just writing down what champions they wanted to play, mm-hmm. which game. And it was like, all right, cool. Um, this, this. All right, cool. It's like. All right. So we're going to go over some of these matchups too. So I guess for competitive prediction, we're going to have to still predict the series on here, which I really wouldn't really want to do. But we'll have to do them, actually. So those are my things with the 100 Thieves. I mean, I think Closer is still going to be one of the best junglers. That's that's not going to be down in my mind. I've been a fan of that guy since he came to the LCS. When I think he was still the best jungler. Still not really hot on Bjergsen. I'm just not. like. I, I think he'll be a good mid laner for whatever standard the LCS considers good. But I think last year he didn't even look good in a field of bad mid laners. I hate what he's going to look like now with Vikla, Gori. I mean, Jensen is competing against him. I guess they, they can compete against each other for being who's going to be less of a choker, I guess, now. So... Um, that matchup between someday versus 100 these that's going to be pretty spicy, actually. I cannot wait for that one. So let's go over some of these matchups. So let's do it right now, boys. So now, Thursday, January 26th, the LCS 2023 Spring Split kicks off. The very first match is a rematch of the LCS 2022 Summer Split Finals, 100 Thieves versus Cloud9. Can 100 Thieves get the revenge against Cloud9 in the opening matchup of the season? Who who takes it? Jeez, I don't know. I think I think Cloud9 takes it, but it's gonna be a um it's gonna actually be a really close game. It's gonna be close. Now, I will say Cloud9, specifically not, not because I'm a fan. I, I I think it's gonna take 100 Thieves the next game to get on stage and go through. How they want to play? How they want to play the game? But to be fair, it might take weeks for these teams to know 
how we're gonna play. So I will say Cloud Nine wins the opening matchup. I think Cloud Nine can't take revenge this time around. Hundred Thieves. I hope they get their revenge next time around. But I, I mean, if Hundred Thieves, I got, I do got to, I, I got, I do got to wait for Hundred Thieves will win. But I like honestly, that's a toss up for me. Remember, that one, that one's it, like a coin flip because I think even if they have better players on paper, it's they still have not played on stage. They have played on stage, but that middle laner for C nine is such a such a question. That's the problem as, too. If Bjergsen comes in and just completely claps him because he's just completely new, that's a big edge for them actually. That's why to me it literally just comes out to. Uh, is, if Diplex chokes hard on stage, then Cloud9 would lose. Well, not even just lose. It literally comes down to the micro stuff. It, it comes down to how everyone lanes, um, the, you know, the team the team fights. That's what mm. it comes down to. It comes down to the small stuff that makes a difference. Okay. I'll say Cloud9 win this match. I go Cloud9, but it's, it's going to be one of those where it's going to be one last team fight that mm. Cloud, it goes to cloud Nine favor, but like Cloud Nine, Cloud Nine will get. I, I believe both Cloud Nine and One Hundred Seas will get exposed in this game. That they got massive weaknesses. I think one of the biggest issues is, as you guys know, Diplex is this is his first stage game. Like I've mentioned constantly on all these shows throughout the years, playing in your scrims and streaming against these teams is so much different. People play so much differently on stage compared to scrims. There are some times where teams will play from scrims onto stage. That that there's overlap there. Yeah. But Berserker Zven. As a bot lane, pretty solid overall. Berserker, as you guys saw from that kickoff event, he's him and Prince are going to be the best ADCs in the league, actually. Yep. I mean, Berserker, he, now people can say it was a glorified scrim, but we saw Berserker play that well last split when the whole team was kind of like doing shit. Like he was still performing really well despite the team looking like ass half the split. Yeah. So, we, so we know it's not just because he's just outshining all of them. Well, they would outshine all of them, but we, we know he's good individually on his own. Diplex versus Bjergsen, I, I, I mean, I, I don't want to give it, but I Bjergsen has it right now. Until I see gameplay from Diplex, I can't, I can't say he's gonna yeah. beat him. I just, that's just ridiculous to say. Now Berserker and Zen versus Doublelift and Busio. You know, if they give Bus, if Busio turns on his brain and plays whatever engage support he's gonna be on and actually engages good, there's a good chance because remember, Zen is not that good at engage supports. I mean, we saw him play engage supports at Worlds. You saw how very bad he was. Now, to be fair, people are going to be like, Blitz against world-class supports. He couldn't play engaged supports well at all. It, he could have been playing them against randoms. It really wouldn't have mattered, honestly. He he Nautilus hooked into a tank <laughs> next to his jungler, but he couldn't kill it. So that's another thing, too. Also, the meta right now is what? He plays Yumi, right? So he yeah. can play Yumi. The meta right now for supports is what? Yumi? But uh, Yumi gets banned, like, about 90% of the time. Are they going to take, take Yumi Sivir? Because... In this game, you would have what Yumi Sivir as a bot lane, Lucian Nami, Zeri Yumi, yeah. or what are the support champions? Are are there? I keep forgetting a lot of fucking shit. Yumi, Yumi will probably get banned ninety percent of the time. Like as long as Doublelift is on a team, he 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 will make sure Yumi gets banned. Heimerdinger, I think Sven Sven will play Heimerdinger support. Heimerdinger is mean, gonna be his best bet. If he plays Heimerdinger, I go C nine. If if he if, if he plays Zach, Hunter Thieves have a very good chance to win. He's, he's, yeah. I, I know Busio will be better at playing engaged supports. Yep. So, next match. Golden Guardians versus Evil Geniuses. So, how e fast do you think EG is going to win this game? EG was blindfolded. They could be there. They could be. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you right now. Go, if, if, if Golden Guardians 
by any chance wins this, mm-hmm. I have no faith in LCS. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair, it's just week one. It's just know, one week. Yeah, nah, he, don't he beat, don't be pulling a Sean on me. You should beat the you should be, you always gotta beat the weak teams. The ones you know yeah. are bad, and the, and the ones that are good, you. I, I do feel bad. I do feel bad for Gory. I do want to see how Gory plays. I think Gory is a solid mid laner. I've seen him throughout the regions. I think he's pretty solid. Other than Gory, guys, like unless Gory gets so massively ahead against Jojo Peon, there is no way they win. guys. They have Stick Say in twenty twenty three. Old man Bruce Wayne Stick Say, not Bruce Wayne from The Dark Knight Returns. I'm talking like old man Bruce Wayne from Batman Beyond. We can barely throw a kick. I'm talking old. He yeah. Stick Say is dog shit. He someday. Like this, this needs to be FBI's coming out party, for a lot of different reasons. One of the biggest reasons why is FBI needs to show, still show a lot of people he is not what he was on Hundred Thieves. Yeah, Delphi like last year, Delphi last right. year. He 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 has to show that who he was the reason why he kept fucking up. He has to show this because you got a lot of times. Watch some of those matches again and look how who he kind of dictated what him and FBI did. Dude, you saw in the L- LCK, like even you're kind of new to this. You saw how much a support can dictate how much an ADC can look in a yep. game. Like the way Barrel was trying to make, I mean, Barrel was really trying Barrel, to make Depp Barrel, look good. Barrel, Barrel, Barrel was LeBron James in 2007 NBA final. That motherfucker was no, trying to do Barrel everything. was trying so hard to make Deck Dom look good. It did, you can't do it. He's just too heavy to play with. <laughs> Deck Dom like, got smoked. And, mm. But that whole thing also. Why, why, why game one do you let? Why, why would you let? Hey, let, let Lucianami bot lane go through, and then yeah. they had nothing strong to counterpick it with. They gave you, we'll go about that later. But god damn, that draft fucking sucked. <laughs> Next match, another interesting match here: FlyQuest versus Team Liquid, the all Korean Team Liquid roster versus FlyQuest. Now they said Ayla is not going to be able to compete week one because of his visa issue. He'll be able to most likely compete in week two. So they will have to kind of start a, another support. Or no, or is it going to be FlyQuest? Either FlyQuest or Team Liquid. No, it's going to be Team uh, FlyQuest. FlyQuest won't be playing with Ayla. They'll be playing with Winsome. Uh, it's also not very good, even though Sean thinks he's actually pretty good. When Sean thinks the player is good, I, I tend to think he's shit. But this is an interesting match here. Summit makes his return to the L- LCS for a lot of people. Impact playing with speak speaker definitely wants to show he was not as dog shit on TSM like he was. I'm on Team Liquid in this case. I like this is a this is a weird one. I think because FlyQuest have pr- I'm gonna say FlyQuest on this one. I like this TL raw. I, I I think you're probably right. TL probably will win because I mean yes, remember this. TL had Piosic, who wasn't yeah. like the best jungler, obviously, but I think but Piosic plays for Summit. He's I'll take Pio, I'll take so Piosic over Speaker with ease. That's I think you're not, right too. Yeah, that's not and even. This thing, Summit also crushed Impact too. Yeah, but I, but I do think FlyQuest will have better team fighting as the game moves I on. I think FlyQuest have better team fighting, but like there's gonna be mistakes that Speaker's gonna do. Who's FlyQuest that... mid laner? I forgot his name. Who's their mid laner? Um, fuck, fuck. Who's FlyQuest's mid laner? Let me search it real quick. I, yeah, I, 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 legit, I like legit forgot who their goddamn mid laner was. I ain't gonna lie, I, I forgot who half the half the players on these teams were. You'll get used to it when, when you see the names repeatedly so many times. You'll get used to the it. Only, I had the same only, problem too. The only team I know is Cloud Nine, 
in Ohanjasi's. FlyQuest's roster. Vikla. Whoo, yeah. That's good. Vikla versus Harry. Nah, Vikla's gonna destroy that guy. I I I've talked to Harry before. I we've had a video on this channel. I've talked to him. He's a pretty cool, dude. He did really well in Academy. People are like, well, Harry was smurfing at Academy. Great. That that really just means nothing. <laughs> um, that's like when you. a player scores 75 in the G League. That's like that's that's against motherfuckers that are that are playing at the YMCA at four o'clock and then <laughs> by five thirty they're driving down a um white plane to play for the Westchester Knicks. Like oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. So okay, so I'm going C9, EG, FlyQuest. CLG versus Dignitas. Now, usually, most of the time, that's a pretty terrible, terrible match to watch. Dignitas, now I've Jitsit, Centaurin. Um, I think this is, this is a close match, actually, going, I think. I'm going with Dignitas, but... You think so? Yeah. Hmm. I think Jess, I think Jessica got a bone pick was, like, this whole, the whole LCS. I'll take Dig right now. I swear, if Dig burn me in this game... Because CLG, do, they do have that inbuilt synergy already, but like we mentioned CLG had that in, in uh, synergy, but at the same time. How's that they, really going to go far? That don't mean nothing. A team could run, run it back and run it down <laughs> or, or, or be good. I guess that made sense, actually, yeah. That's All right, I'll, I'll go Dignitas. And the final match of the day, the match of the week. <laughs> this is not match of the week. This is a match of the garbage. TSM versus Immortals. You know who I'm picking, guys? I'm TF Revenge. Uh, Prana just says it all. I'm but, going more. I got. I'm going to Mortals mainly. Mortals might actually win. I don't got no faith in TSM. I I think TSM got so many. I uh, TSM look like they got too many issues. They is where it's like uh, both of these teams are garbage. Both of these that, teams are like TSM's roster. Literally, all they have is Maple and Chime, right? Yeah, yeah. Maple and Chime versus they got solo. Tactical and a blaze olive. Oh, this this is great this is quality <laughs> match right here. Fuck. Yeah. Jesus. Okay, I'm saying the... TSM this time around because I, but I don't think IMT is gonna just let them walk all over them either. Yeah. All right, so that's that. Yes, you guys saw my predictions. Basically, just straight down and over to TSM. Friday, the next day, opening match: CLG versus Evil Geniuses. I think Evil Geniuses takes this. I think they're having a sweet two zero week. EG never close. Cloud Nine versus Golden Guardians. Cloud Nine definitely win that. Tia, uh, this used this would be a pretty hyped up match some years ago. If it was like 2018, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> TSM versus Team Liquid. It, uh, Team, Team Liquid, Liquid and definitely this, gonna win this. Team Liquid, and this will be over by 25 minutes. Summit is going to literally put his fat dildo inside of Solo. There's no, there's no world Summit will lose to Solo in any regard. CS laying dif- discrepancies, jungle proximity, nothing, nothing. All right, uh, the next match: 100 Thieves versus Immortals. Uh, 100 Thieves is definitely winning this. 100 Thieves, but it's gonna be closer than you think. You think I gotta, so? I got it. Like, okay, if they're struggling, if 100 Thieves are struggling against Immortal, that's that's, that's alarming. Yeah, I I think it's one of those things where. Like double, I've seen him play sometimes down to competition. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? You're supposed to Juvenile, smoke these. I, I, I know it, it's Warren. We know it. This is what he does. <laughs> no, I saw I, that. I was like, yo, Warren. 
You know, know he sniffs Kraken. He knows he shouldn't do that, but like, see, see, I gotta, I gotta be there, right? He knows more L- LEC than me because I, I got no idea what half these fucking teams are. That's the thing, but this is, it, it's gonna be easier as you see it week to week. You're gonna get the names over. I thought the same thing too. I can't remember no one's fucking name, but as I saw the games over and over and over again, it just, it becomes muscle memory at that point. Last match, FlyQuest versus Dignitas, and usually, as the LCS standards has been for some years, this usually would be trash. But both rosters have definitely improved from both organizations. I go FlyQuest. I got I, I got FlyQuest, but like I think Dig will win this match. Actually, nah, I got FlyQuest. I uh, I think Dig will win this one. Cause I what? Yeah, I, I have FlyQuest beating Team Liquid. I got I got FlyQuest beating Dig. I'll take Dig on this one. I got FlyQuest. And, that, yeah. and that'll be it, right? Because it's not going to be a super week. Nope, it'll be. That's it. That's our predictions for the LCS 2023 Spring Split opening week, which is going to start off next week on the 26th on Thursday. Can't wait for the season to start. And the LEC, because I know you guys are going to want my predictions on, on the uh, LEC, G2 versus Fnatic in the opening matchup. So we're going to ask, what's so special about G2, G2 versus Fnatic? I cannot explain it to you guys all right now anyway. That would be impossible. But what I can do is imagine this. For my traditional sports fans out there, Lakers – Versus Celtics, you know? Boston Red Sox versus New York Yankees. That's how much... It's a deep, deep-rooted rivalry here between G2 versus Fnatic. And, and they put it on for the last day, the last game of the day. Whew, I cannot wait to have these games back. And you guys know, it's a super week this time around. So we're going to test Chaz. Let's see how, how many predictions he's going to get right. Now, he'll, he'll know mostly how these teams will play by next week. It, it, it won't really matter. We'll have, have some fun with it this time around. So, we'll do we'll do the big marquee matchups. As you guys know, that's Koi. That's Rogue. They rebranded. I don't know why. but Trash. Trash. G2 versus XL. I got G2. Versus XL. So, this is Rogue. Yeah, Rogue is. Yeah, Koi. I got Koi. I got Koi. TH versus the Charles was like, I. Heretics. Her- oh, okay, Team Heretics. I, I had Team Heretics, but it was like... That's good, because Astralis is garbage. Yeah, because that was Mad before we Lions. Was a- Mad Lions versus SK. I got Mad, Mad Lions. Lions. I got Mad Lions versus SK. This is... I got Fnatic, but... People, people know that Bo is an extremely hyped-up jungler right now. Now, the thing with Bo is... People, there's Like, there's been years I've watched the NBA where a player is so hyped up where, like, his opening game, it literally has to be some of the best carry shit ever. Other than that, people are just so down on you after that. That's how, like, Bo is literally coming in like LeBron when he first came into the league and everyone was hyping him up, actually, as, like, the next best thing. That's how much hype Bo has right now. It's on some legitimate LeBron James-level shit. He has to have a really good opening game. Especially against Fnatic, who's obviously one of Vitality's biggest competitors in winning a split, actually. Will Fnatic beat Vitality? Oh, fuck. Probably, I think so. I think you're right, right about, about that one. But I definitely want Bo to have a game. I definitely want that. Bo is Ken V V two. I I hope not. I I really hope not. And Fnatic versus G two is your big big Celtics versus La- Lakers match. Ah, G two, you better win this one. I don't think Fnatic are going zero two. I think 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 they'll go one and one. I think G two will definitely go two zero. I think G two goes two zero. This is another big matchup right here. XL, 
What's an NBA team that's constantly always dog shit trying to get fucking first round draft picks to be better? Like the Orlando Magic. That's that, that, that's true. That's that's fine. Detroit Pistons. Yeah. So Excel were basically like they were kind of get they were trying trying to get recycled good pieces each year. We build this piece here. We built that piece here. Kind of like some trust the process. Shit. Oh, oh, the Philadelphia 76ers. Pretty right, much. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So now they finally this year have a. There's no if ands ors or buts now, but they, they have a good roster this time around. There's no excuses this time around. But now, this time it gets Rogue. Odawamne is on XL now. Remember who Odawamne was on Rogue? Odawamne is now on XL. So, Odawamne's revenge against Koi. Is that going to happen? I don't know. I don't think it's happening this time around. Not this time around. Koi about it? Fuck you. Um, (laughs) Koi uh, Koi goes to zero. I shouldn't be able to make that joke, but that's a nasty joke. Mm. Koi? The fuck, Rogue was better. Rogue signed more games to you, nigga. We rogue. This is the match of the century right here. SK Gaming versus BD. Ah, that's that. That I'm gonna throw up watching this. This is like the year. The um, what's that fucking World Series? That was dog shit as fuck. This um, is like when uh, the fucking Rams faced the Patriots when the Rams got destroyed. Oh my god, that bullshit ass. Yeah, that's the best. Thirteen to three. That was probably the worst Super Bowl I've ever watched in a. No, the, the Broncos Seahawks one was really bad too. 40, but at least it had scoring. At least it had scoring. But that was bad too. That was, oh my God. This Broncos is like, were, guys, we're talking like the, this team. I mean, I power ranked this team at like ninth or eighth, I think. This is, what I mean. this is literally a 10th versus ninth place team. I mean, you got you're, you're going to have these matches anyway. It happens. But thank God that's the opening match and. They put the best matches for last. These of are all course. the best matches for last. Thank God. Yeah, but 90, yes. 90, ain't nobody going to be awake for that shit in America. What is it? 9 a.m. on a what, Sunday? Oh, nigga, I'm going to be asleep. Waking up for a low. <laughs> You're not trying to wait. Wake up for SK versus no. BDS? Okay, okay. This is this is going to happen. By the time I'm going to locals, I'm watching the Koi XL game on the train. By the time local start, it's when Fnatic and G2 are playing. That's me. I'll be playing. You might be awake for this in the morning. You might be awake for this one. I'll be, be I'll be going to the train station at that time. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. The only one I'll be able to watch. The last two games, right? No, Madeline and Charles, because that's the only one where I'll be actually home. Because I'll still be asleep at 9. I'll be awake by 10. I'm getting just by 11. I'm on the oh, train by 12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, G2. All right, so here's my predictions. So next week, we, we can look back on them. G2. Rogue, I'm not fuck this name. Heretics, Mad Fanatic. I but I caveat here. I do want Bo to have a great game. If Fanatic, if Vitality win, I'm happy with that. I'm cool with that. I I still have no faith in Fanatic either. I think Fanatic going to be a fourth place team by the time that splits over anyway. I'm not predicting that. I just don't give a fuck honestly. I go I go SK. Here, let's flip a coin. Let's actually just flip a coin. I go SK. It's like all right. Let's flip a coin. It's it really like, doesn't matter. Actually, head, 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 we get Lennon, tails, we get Miss 1736. All right, so which one's Lennon? Is she SK Gaming? <laughs> All right, you guys see right here, there's heads right there. There's heads, tails, you give nickel. me head. Like, what, heads, she give me head. T- All right, tails, I get the booty. Tails, Team BDS, and heads is SK Gaming. All right, SK Gaming is winning. <laughs> Jesus. It was that fucking, oh man. Oh great! SK Gaming opening. Ah, oh, thank you, fucking they just, Riot. They know SK. <laughs> they know SK Gaming is garbage. Trey, no the, fans watching they get these games. SK, SK, and BDS are the first two matches. 
I feel I feel like they're going to be the first two matches. These getting their asses blown. These teams are starting zero two. They're not winning because we're factor this in. One of them has to start zero two because they face each other in the, in, in the opening week. This is a super week. One of these teams yeah. is one of these teams two or two teams will go zero three or at least end up one and two. Factor that in, guys. So SK Gaming on Monday versus Heretics. 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 Uh, this one's Excel. I think Excel is gonna. Okay, that that should be a bet. Who starts zero three? SK Gaming, Astralis, or SK Gaming? One of these guys is going zero three. Wait a second. Depends on which one you Who pick. Who does Astralis play game um, week two, um, day two? Astralis plays Heretics. Heretics. Astralis plays Heretics, Mad Lions, oh, and G two. Oh, oh God, Astralis. Astralis, you know, I would not be surprised. Astralis will probably maybe get one win. I think, get a win. I think they'll upset Mad Lions and they get smoked by G two. But I would not be surprised if they go over. I think this is their only win of the week. Maybe if they have a chance. Maybe I'm telling you right now, if they lose that first game, I have no faith that they're winning the next two. SK, I'm telling you right now, Astralis and SK could both go on three. I mean, I they're got, predicted ninth and tenth, so that's very realistic. I got because <laughs> think about it, both of them. I think don't both of them face Mad Lions in the within the first SK week. SK Gaming face Team BDS, Mad Lions, and Heretics. So. They can, There's a good chance they start one and two. There's a good chance they start two and one. If they start two and one, I know that shit's not real. I I know it's just week one shit that goes on. Motherfuckers try to you know ramp up. They go two and one and they don't win another game for the rest of the season. <laughs> no, I've seen no that happened this year with some. Well, because that happens because it's different. So you know how the LCS has it. Okay, so the LEC this time around, it used to be the way you're thinking with the LCS. It's a single round robin of bo ones. So if you don't finish in the top eight, you're already you're out. So okay. unless so you so if you finish ninth and tenth, you're out. And and the then it goes to a bracket format, and you play bo threes. In okay. bo threes, S kicking me is definitely not winning any bo threes. That's not gonna happen if they yeah, do make it in. Yeah, because the adjustments is just too strong against them. It's no, because like- adaptation. Even if they win, let's say they play a bo three and they win game one. Their adaptation won't, won't be too strong. There's no way. And if it is, I'm going to slip my fucking throat. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Heretics, XL, G2. That's another big match of the week right there. Fnatic I, versus Koi. I got, uh, I want to go, Ugh. I want to go Koi, but I think it's going to be Fnatic. I think they, I think Koi uh, wins this. I think they, I think Fnatic pulls out the upset. Mm. As you guys know, Koi is the current reigning champion. So the the current reigning champion has to face Fnatic, a team that they are kind of competing with, Excel, a team they're definitely competing with, and they're also facing they have the, so they have one easy game, two very hard games potentially. I think they got one easy game, one mid game of Fnatic, like that. That, that, that could be a trap game. Mad ends off the week. I got mad. I, I think mad. I think Vitality win this one. This is more Vitality win. I tell you also, a lot of these guys have very hard schedules this week around. This week is going to be very, very, like, di- like telling for a lot of these teams. This is hard games for a lot of these people. Matt has to face Astralis. SK- okay, that's Matt has the easiest schedule by far. Yeah. They, they, they should, Matt should finish two and one. I think Matt, I think Matt should finish three and oh. If Matt don't finish three and zero, that's, that's sad. No, if they don't finish at least two and one, that, like, that's, that's telling. I think there's, there, there's, I've always said there's a trap game where sometimes it's, 
It's like, like with you think one. you're gonna win it, but you end up losing that one. Yeah, yeah, it happens a lot too. No, I I see what you're saying. But I think Madeline got the easiest. I think Corey got the they they got they, they got a trap game in. Um... So right here you have Koi versus XL, Fnatic versus G two, and Fnatic versus Koi. It's some big match. There's some there's some great matchups here too. Like I know the strength strength of schedule is hard for some teams. These are some great games to open up the LEC 2023 Winter Split. And that's it for the Super Week. Remember, guys, it's Super Weeks this time around for the LEC. And then this is next Saturday. So this is all our games. Let me, let me run down my predictions once again. G2, Koi, Heretics, Mad Lions, Fnatic. Yep. SK Gaming. Yep. God. I Mad, got Lions. Mad Lions. This one I picked Vitality. I got Heretics on that one. This one's Koi. I'm going Koi, but barely. This is G2. Yeah, G2. I got that. That's Heretics for sure. That's Excel. I got G2. Koi. I'm going for Nats, but I, it, I'm partly rooting for Koi, but I still hate the fucking name change. I'm going for Matt and Vitality win this one. All right, I'm so on, that's I'm it. I'm going Matt Lions. Now, we talk about what we saw in the LPL. Now, I swear, if I play with a person... And they build as dog garbage as Gala did in this game. I want you reported to the FBI. <laughs> and I'm this telling you also. Sprinted it. And you let me game one build Lucianami with a uh, Rise. And Elise. And Nar. Yeah. You might as well not even walk on the rift. You might as well just not play the game, actually. And then and then and then the cast is like, oh, the other team has the advantage. I'm like. <sighs> He, he, oh. I think they meant. I think they meant the enemy team. The other team has the advantage. No, right? that's what they Winning. did. They, they said that the enemy team has an advantage. I'm like, where? Like Lucian, Lucian has Pope. No, no, no. The advantage of going home early and eating dinner. <laughs> yeah, that's Lucian, the advantage. Lucian has Poke and Nami out there just. Oh my god, just stunning them with ease. It's just. It's. It's. Oh my god. It's, that shit was bad. I I I've never seen such a damn troll draft like that in my life. I'm just I'm, kinda, I'm just I'm just looking. I'm like we're sitting there going like we're just. It's like you're watching a train crash and you're just watching it crash. You know it's gonna crash. It feels like when I play solo kill and like one time, <laughs> like I chose Nami just because it was like oh okay I'm I'm too Lucian and then they banned Yumi. It's like I'm 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 not playing Yumi. Why would you ban Yumi? No, I'm playing Nami. Oh, just because you switched at the last second. I'm like okay. So this was the matchup Invictus Gaming versus RNG. As you guys know, I root for RNG in the LPL. They don't have Shahu anymore. Shahu is the king of spring. They're not playing Ming. So the long-standing veterans of RNG are finally not on their roster anymore after seven, six years of being on RNG. Yep. Um, Invictus Gaming were the 2018 world champions. We're going to probably like, oh, I, I remember the IG. They won Worlds before. A very different IG compared to five years ago, guys. It's a very different roster. Now, the new top laner coming in. Why? Why? Why SKM? Yeah, why SKM? Super hyped up solo queue talent right now. Absolutely destroyed Breathe. Now, there are so many things wrong in this game. Okay, so first of all, most people know why you play Caitlyn. You play Caitlyn because you are trying to get an early game advantage because Caitlyn has. The second longest range for an ADC in the game. She probably has yeah. the longest, most likely has the longest, outside of like Varus and maybe Jin or Zaya. But Caitlyn arguably has the longest range of any ADC in the game. That's why you pick her. 
You pick her for her long range. You get your lane advantage. You take turret plates. You rotate your jungler to dragon with your advantage. You take dragon. You take plates off the mid tower. You basically, and then I, and in between that, if you poke the enemy opposition enough, you dive them, and then you guys know it. I've said this stuff all before, right? Yeah. So they pick Caitlyn. They get an advantage. They get the dragon. Like what you just see there. Like what you see there. And then Breathe decides, you know what? I, I'm Wong Ching Chong. I got no eyes, and I just run to the turret and die. What the <laughs> fuck is that? What the hell is this person doing? Jax has his Counter-Strike, which basically stuns you under the turret, and if Jax hits you twice, the other Empowered Auto comes in with his Q. Great not, job, I'm, Breathe. I'm not going to lie. When, Look at how troll this is. When I watched that, um, I watched Kato um, over the yeah, – well, Kate, I was watching the um, Kato video, right? And then I could just imagine, like, Christa, my what brain, the hell is that? If I, if I do some shit like that in my game, I'll, I I need you to just leave. I need you to get the, off the server. I, need you to I just, the game. I just imagine Chris Tucker commenting, like, what the, what the hell is that? What the hell around you? <laughs> what kind of shit is that? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is that? Like, damn, damn, and I want kids. people to understand, because remember how after the game, everyone was praising a YSKM? And I do agree. He played great. But Breathe threw into him. Like, we need to make sure we understand. He threw into him. Yeah, because there was um, somebody titled, oh, why why can't KSM do best top laner? And then someone said in the the chat, man, Breathe is is feeding. actually fed into him. Now, yes, in theory, he is kind of technically true. Like, giving over one kill doesn't, like, imply that you throw the whole game. But that he no, breathe knows better than that. Well, like that that shouldn't even be a possible thing. He probably thought, "Oh, I got my uh, Q, my autos off. I would win." It's like that you're fighting a Jax under tower, and people in the factory, he still wouldn't have won it because he, he he wouldn't know that because it's fog of war. Gideon was using his Maokai alt, but he wouldn't know that because it's fog of war. You just he wouldn't know that. Yeah. Right. So then, right here, uh, every team fight they lost every team fight. So their Caitlyn advantage is over because the Caitlyn advantage you get has to eventually expire. So the Caitlyn advantage you get early on, you need to basically have a pretty sizable gold lead, about nine, eight thousand gold, yep, to really maximize your Caitlyn, right? Mostly ten, ten thousand. That'd be the more preferred one, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't have any of that. They're actually even in gold right here. They're basically even in gold. You see right here on the screen. They're they even about in gold with a Caitlyn. Fifteen hundred up in gold. That's mean. That's that's like two kills. That's two kills, and you're even in gold. Yeah, the Caitlyn advantage is gone. They don't have a Plus Caitlyn you- advantage. Plus Their mid laner, what's the name? Ta- Tangwan, Tangy Barbecue Sauce. What the fuck? I don't name know is? what the fuck. Tangy Wan. He. You got a Cassante that's squishy. I had this motherfucker. No, I'll say, I'll, I'll say this. Breathe played the team fights kind of well. He was doing some good picks, but why walk? In, uh, uh, fuck. And the reason why I say he's squishy because he was just taking. He 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 took damage a little too easily. It was like, it was. It, it's like you look at. He's like, oh god. It's like. Of course, of course, you go kill the Nami. That's easy. But they, it's like what the like. I want also. We also people forget they gave over Cassidy. They actually let them have Cassidy. Yep. Now, uh, people have argued that Cassidy is not picker ban worthy in the LPL. I say it is, but other regions, I gotta kind of see if it plays out that way. Now, this is where he took out Nami. Okay, right here, and okay, Way knocks Gideon into the wall. Remember, you still have YSKM right here who could Counter-Strike over the wall. You still have Dove right there. Full health. You have your two squishies right there. Gee, I wonder what Dove is going to do as a Cassidy when he sees 
a, a squishy white woman like Caitlyn and trying to put his fucking whole fist in a fucking tight pink pussy, I wonder <laughs> what he's going to do. Oh, he's going to riff walk right into them. What Counter-Strike? This wasn't RNG. I was watching in, I was watching GNR or some shit. I don't know who team I was watching this night, but this was some troll shit. They actually got in front of a Cassidy and a Jax with two of the squishiest members with no tank. A tank that was already half beaten on two. Then they couldn't win any team fight. Your Caitlyn advantage is negligent. On and Nami were just, uh, On and uh, Wink were just completely running them down. Tangwon, he never played well on Syndra. Bunny ran it down. This is all running down. This is all trolled. This is all bad. Sure, go to game two. Like They're probably really tilted out after game one. Because they gave him a Cassidy, the top laner ran it down. Wei was just complete garbage. What I don't know what kind of Chinese ramen he was eating because that shit sucked. That poppy play was trash. Man finished one and six. That's what I would do. <laughs> no, trust me. There be games where I'm just like I'm just running down like a motherfucker. I'm like doing the sprint Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here sprinting like motherfucking um Usain Bolt. <laughs> Like, oh god. So this was game two where they get the advantage off of the bot lane. Not bot lane, my bad. The mid jungle duo. And then yeah. right there, solo kill in the bot lane. So the bot lane automatically loses in the 2v2. Five minutes in, right? Five minutes in. Yep, that's no, yep, sorry, five, three minutes. Three, three minutes. minutes in. Three minutes in. They the mid laner, Dove, already forces two of them back. Because Wade tries to go for a greedy invade. It doesn't work. They're going like, what is going on? But I know RNG can play much better than this. Then they lose the 2v2. Why would Bunny get in front of them like that as a karma? Then Breeze is just losing because he just wanted to lose tonight. He wanted to go home and just, I don't know, eat a cup of noodle or I don't know the fucking people eat, actually. Wade was like, you know, Wade got caught out. This is all bad. Okay, people, this is all bad. This whole series sucked. I mean, IG played really well, but RNG, I, I mean, running it running it down is RNG more griefed. than an understatement. RNG griefed. It was just. Then Wei knows they're diving right there, and Wei's like, you know what? I'll just go over there and help. I, I, I could go top lane and probably dive him, but no, I'll just go bot lane and just give over two kills. Like, that's because that's going to help you so much, right? Right, Wei? Like, you'll just go bot lane knowing there's four people there. You're a squishy Maokai, zero and two, very under uh, CS, very under um, item item utilization, fed Lucian, four and zero. It, it was the one thing to give over Lucian and Nami in game one. They gave it over twice because yep. they thought they could counterpick it with Karma and Caitlyn, which they got a decent early advantage with Karma and Caitlyn in game one. But On and Wink were like, it's not – the little advantage you get from Caitlyn is negligible. Is what's the word? Negligible against yep. Lucian and Nami. Then they try diving. Uh, YSKM. They kill him. Dove comes up there. Dove gets a trade back kill. All the meanwhile, you see how mid, mid and bot are all pushing. They're just getting everything on the map. This is embarrassing. This is fucking. This is atrocious to look at. Now. I'm not saying that this is going to be RNG for the whole split, and I and it is week two, and Bunny's just caught out because you know re, re reasons. He he's trying to go home. He's trying to just you know see his anime or some shit. What the fuck this kid watch? I don't know. 
He's trying to watch Naruto or whatever. He's he's running it down. Waze caught out again. Look at this troll shit that people are doing, man. I swear, I can't accuse people of match fixing, but god damn, this looks like match fixing. And you know what the worst part about all this stuff is, guys? Gala built a damn bloodthirster as his first item in one of these games. If I put with an ADC, and I swear to god, if one of you guys build bloodthirster's first item, I'm reporting you to the FBI. <laughs> then Breathe just loses against Jax as a Fiora, so that doesn't mean anything. Remember, they dove this guy, put him behind, and he ends up winning the 1v1 against the guy that got all the help. Remember, he built Bloodthirster in game one. Bloodthirster. Yep. He built better. Look how in this game, he got Gale Force and Rapid Fire Cannon. Gee, I wonder why you get those two items first. Gee, I wonder why. I, I only could imagine what you get those for. But yeah, this was one of the worst BO3s I've ever watched in my life. I, I've never seen RNG grief this hard. And people are going to be like, but they have a new mid, a new support. You know, okay, that 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 is just fucking capping. That No one can play this bad on this earth. Well, no, there, 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 there was a Blitzkrieg game we actually saw. Also, shout oh, to Ruler. Shout to Ruler. My boy got a pentakill on his first LPL game debut on his Super yeah. Team JDG. You know, Rookie looked really, really good on TS. RNG did look good against OMG. People were like, but they look good against OMG. Yeah, I, I mean, if you score 70 points against an autistic kid, does that make you good? Oh, shit. I mean, I guess. All right, so the final match we're going to cover today is... Uh, the opening matchup for the LCK 2023 Spring Split. You have D plus Kia versus DRX, Barrel versus Deft. A rematch, not a rematch because he's that's his former teammate, actually. It's like a grudge match against the current uh world championship winners, actually, for the LCK. As you guys know, the LCK is the best region in the world, as worlds definitely prove that. Right. Yeah. This is the game that Chaz wanted to go over, and I had my brain with an aneurysm when I watched this. I was laughing because, like, what the fuck is? What is these people just letting people draft certain people? I'm like third champion. I'm just sitting there like. And this is the thing: if you can't fight against N N Lucian and Nami, your ego shouldn't go. Well, we'll just let them have. Well, we'll just pick something you, better into it. No, ban it away. You win very. Yumi, that, and Yumi's been getting a little nerfed there, here and there, but it's like that, that is bad. Also, Canyon, a lot of Well, I mean, hey guys, uh, Peanut went zero and two in his first opening matchup in the LCK, but Canyon won pretty, pr pretty convincingly. Whatever, I, I, I was told Peanut's better. Whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. But, but see, I ain't gonna lie, I saw the games with Peanut. Peanut kind of he, 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 he looked good, but it was just it wasn't anything spectacular. So the bands here, uh, DK, they ended up having some pretty good bands there. I, I think, I mean, the bands are fine overall, but as you guys will see, pro players will think they can play a better matchup in, into it, and they actually think they can just either outlane it or they'll just have a game plan to subsidize the advantage that a potential really good power pick like Lucian Nami will have. Now, this game, it's all Canyon. Early on, Canyon having a lease really does add add in a benefit of for DK. Pure factor, if he can play a lease like this and have games like that, pure factor. When you play, when you go into the playoffs later on this split, that's gonna be a huge advantage. You have to ban that away from, or he takes over the game. Actually, he took over the game on a lease. Remember, people, people in the chat were calling it uh, Canyon Gaming. <laughs> no. uh, let me shove this dog. You, you, you talk for a second. Okay. See, with this game here, you got. 
you're like this is where drafting comes into effect. It's like you, you guys there that gets caught out, and you know humans get smoked. Come on, son. Like the minute the minute eighty carries gone, it's like you know Yumi's gone. You have like the team fight was wasn't bad, but it was like it wasn't like anything spectacular. It was so like very barrel. Like barrel should really not be on Yumi. Because that really limits uh, Barrel's playmaking. This was great. I, I was like, Kana popping off. Now, I was very skeptical of Damwon picking up Kana because he really ran it down on non-shit Red Force last year. <laughs> but he, he he played great. Now, I want people to understand this, though. It's really good to look like that when you have players like Showmaker and Canyon on your team. It's very yeah. good to look like that. But he was... Out there, just styling on Rascal, like he did, he did very very good. And his he individually looked very good on his own, and I cannot take that away from him. I was just skeptical because he more than ran it down last year. So then you see DRX trying to you know get a uh, any any advantage. Kana, was that Kana? No no no, that wasn't Kana. Okay, so <sighs> this was the team fight where I I lost faith in DRX. So like... this comp right here is. Okay, so the reason why you picked Talia is you picked Talia to roam and dive ball, dive lanes and have the advantage. Yeah, that's not guys. It's yeah. not going to happen against Showmaker. Showmaker and Canyon don't care if you're going to scale up. They're just going to just torch you in the early game. You fact, if you look at the match, we're 20, 21 minutes in for this comp to really do anything. It has to hit at least thirty minutes. Showmaker and Canyon are not going to let you hit thirty minutes. That's not going to happen with them. They're they're basically, I mean, they can play really well in the late game too but they don't really like playing late game. They want to just yeah. destroy you early on. What Elise is a literal early game jungler. You pick Elise to have a massive early game advantage. That's why you pick Elise. They're not trying to scale up. That's not what they're doing here. They want to just be like, hey, I'm going to, Kang is like, I'm going to put my three-inch Asian cock on the table and flex it all this dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know what Croco was doing. Croco existed as a jungler. But I don't know what he was doing. He, he was getting smoked. He was, he, he was playing League of Legends, but... Not any good League of Legends, actually. Th this was a statement game by uh, Deft. Elf Deft versus, you know, DRX. You know, he definitely wants to beat his former organization. and He wants to prove that he 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 threw the why they won, in a sense. Huh. Jeez, they, I don't know why he walked there, personally. They can't do anything. They're on the opposite side of the map. This was embarrassing by DRX. And I do feel bad for Barrel. They put him on Yumi Game 1, very much hindering his playmaking ability as a support. Game two really wasn't anything better. It's probably even worse. It's not it was worse. Because it probably he, was worse. This the reason why game two was worse because this is this was the game where everyone saw because early game DRX had it like had advantage. Like, nah. It looked it looked like DRX was just winning everything, but they weren't ahead in gold. Right. It, watching this game it never felt like damn one we're ever gonna lose. They won draft, but it was like barely. I, I think DRX's draft is probably a bit better, maybe, kinda. But when when Barrel is getting solo killed in a two v two, yep. Tilt might be settling in. He's like that. That's when you. <laughs> that's when you start losing faith in your teammates, right there. Because <laughs> they, they were drafting Zeri because uh, for Deck Dom because they were trying to give him. They know he's not going to be able to carry games. So I, I know people are going to be like, but didn't he carry games on Aphelios at Worlds? He's not a consistent carry player like that. He just isn't. 
there are going to be some games where you can give him champions like Aphelios, like Jinx, where he can carry, but that's not going to be like, you can't bank on that. He's not a carry-ish ADC. It's more like a, hey, I'll, you know how the, how the banning phase goes where you pick certain yeah. champions or something? He's, he's like, okay, I'll just take Zeri and I'll just play to scale. I'm going to tell you why people saw it. That they are cool they had. They had two drakes, but the issue is they were down one thousand gold. That's not a lot, but the thing is, it took how long did it take how long did it take DRX to get it for kill twenty was it twenty-six minutes? And and in, in, in this game, I think they got a kill very early on, actually. No, no, DRX. DRX didn't get a kill. D- like, oh, you're right, you're right. You're actually like, yeah, you're right. About twenty seven minutes actually. Yeah, it was like because they because they, they couldn't engage. They were good at getting Drakes because they were able to catch catch um the um Dan Juan all sides. You know, they're over here doing one thing with the um um Baron, not Baron, the um Harold, and then mm-hmm. they get the Drake and but then look, they, they just get it's, Canyon it's, was on Lee Sin. He was absolutely just running them down. Oh my there god! Was a, he was, I think he had was, one mistake. Remember the mistake where he ki- he lost the Rift Herald, but that that it, that really didn't matter when it it it, it like it, it mattered in the sense because all right, cool, he got caught slipping, but then it was like uh, DRX didn't didn't um didn't capitalize on on it at all, and then this was like oh yeah, I escaped. You're getting a <laughs> three three one jumped. Yeah, jumped. and then Rascal is like, you know what? I'm gonna split push right now, even though my team is completely just not with me. Fate uses his Chaos Storm, all of his mana, so he has no way to really escape outside of his Flash. He knows he's, he's he's in a bad spot. He, he can't do anything. Probably should have saved that Gravity Field and Chaos Storm. Def played really well in the series. If I had an MVP, yeah. I'd give it to Canyon. I think Canyon is their MVP of this game, actually. Yep. All right, so that was this series. This was the opening match of the LCK, and it looked so good. Like, if okay, th- this is still week one, and I understand it's week, week one, one, but it's a this pretty was a good sta- This was a statement game. This looked. This was a pretty good statement from Damn DK on the honor of getting that fucking name. This is a good, nice game from DK Damn One to still show that Showmaker and Canyon are not players. You definitely do not want to just give over early game picks to especially nope. Lee Sin. Why would you give this guy Lee Sin? I mean that that's just styling on a motherfucker right there. You can take your tank, shitty top laner, I'll take my carry and just beat the shit out of you. That's that would be so demoralizing on stage if you did that to me. I'll be like, okay, I'm done. Get me another sub me out. I'm finished mentally. <laughs> this was pretty troll by DRX actually too. This was pretty troll by by damn one. They could have ended the game. But as you guys as you guys saw, there was no chance DRX had in this game. And like la- last year, Damwon had a lot of issues with Duck Dom and Keelan. Duck Dom is now on DRX. And you can kind of see he's DRX's problem now. <laughs> Duck Dom is DRX's problem now. And these, um, these, these guys literally just went for more kills and just said, okay, we're getting as many kills as we can. <laughs> That's what it was, too. Oh, God. Like, Showmaker on Syndra, calm, cool, collected. He wasn't, like, making any big, like, outplays. He wasn't making... He, he was landing his stuns. He was landing his ults very consistently. Uh, Keelan isn't, like, the best engaged support ever. But as long as you give him a role to do on the team with any with, with certain support champions, like, hey, you're going to be on you, you me duty. 
your goal is to just protect death, he'll do that. He knows how to be a good role player, but if the meta shifts into more carry-orientated supports, like engaged supports, we'll have to see how that goes. But if, if it's just going to be an enchanter support meta like Lulu and Yumi, that's that's fine, honestly. Yep. But this was DK just completely ran through them. That is embarrassing. But that should be expected. DK is supposed to be a top four team, and DRX is supposed to be just a playoff team. So <laughs> that's and just we, how that really goes, to, you know? <laughs> yep. Croco, when he was running <laughs> zero and four, <laughs> Croco didn't have a brain that game. I, I don't know what happened to him there. I guess Canyon just got into his head, you know? <laughs> Imagine exactly. a guy get into your head that hard. If you get in someone's head that hard, they'll 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 just completely run it down. Exactly, because like because it's because like every time you do a move, they just just they just counter. You just sitting there like easy. This is cookies. Oh my god! Well, guys, that is pretty much it. Is there any matchup? You got I think we got one last matchup we got to talk about. Um, Which one do you want to go over? Um, T1 versus Genji. I didn't really watch that one, actually. That I, was just, a, I, I gotta watch that. So what happened with that one? Um, T1 just smoked Genji. I, okay. No, I retract what I said. Just a little bit. Genji, I saw the part where they were winning the early game, and they were going into mid, and then they threw it. Yep. Let me guess. They threw further than that. Oh, my God. They threw it off a fucking cliff. Yeah, it's Genji. That, they're gonna do that. That... that just, I think the I think the best I think the best person to watch it through is um LS because LS reaction is deep. LS has the best breakdowns for the Korean games though. Like I'll I'll watch I'll like I cause I cause I watched game one, I'm like, all right, T1 go sweep. This is gonna be a 2 0. And then I just went to sleep. I was there like, are some teams in the LCK man. But like, like but the but the thing is Faker wasn't playing as he, he wasn't like top tier playing. Like he wasn't like he he okay. He's usually like the fourth best mid in the LCK. It's been long since he was the best. He's usually always like a top four LCK mid. He can but, be a role player. But, he can um, be a character. He's mostly a role who, player now. But who the mid for Genji? Chovy. Yeah, Chovy, no, as he's hyped to be one of the best mids in the LCK. Chovy, Chovy looked like he was choking. I don't know. Man, what sounds- and he wasn't playing bad, but my goodness, it was just. No, no, we were, we were arguing about Showmaker. Faker was playing bad, and he... remember how we were talking about Chovy and Showmaker? To, yeah, I, I James, remember he was trying to argue for Chovy. Look at how Showmaker just played with his team compared to what Chovy probably did. I don't have to watch the Genji game and know he probably just what CS'd in lane and just stood there mostly, right? He 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 just took bad engages. He was just he everything where it was like, damn. This is like shit I would do. And I don't know what the fuck I'm doing half the time. And it was like he, he it, it was like he was doing good shit. And it was just like, okay. All right. All right. Okay. What the fuck is he doing? What is he doing? Cause it's like cause. Oh, geez, man. Like, if you have me, I'm always gonna say this, and people probably think I'm trolling. If you give me two players to build a roster around, I am taking Showmaker every single time. I will I will literally get on my knees and give that man every ounce of ramen if whatever he wants. Well, I'll, but I'll tell you this, though. Like, beware, Faker. This, he's always like, going to be the most – he's the best role player. He's, he's, and, he's and going to always be good. Because he's also, be the what the fuck is it with people game one? Because this is also another game where – Genji left T1 to have Lucian Nami. 
what the f- what the fuck is going on? They they had they gave Faker Azir. I think it was yeah, Azir. Kyria Kyria had Nami, of course. You know, um Yusi had um I'll make sure I go over that series. That I'll 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 make sure I go over that series, and then on Monday we'll cover it a bit more. So I saw up until a certain point, and then I I I fell asleep. These games come on so late, guys. I was I was I love I would still watch the whole thing, but your boy got to be going to bed for work, you know. Yeah, but I did watch game one of Hanma Life Hanma Life versus Kwangdong because Hanma Life. Hamalife Life is a super team. That's the team you should look out for. Hamalife Life okay. has Zeka. Remember Zeka and Kingen? Yeah. They're on Hanma Life. And Zeka, if you watch uh, at least game one, game one of Kwangdong versus Hamalife, Life, that, is, that was such a banger. Zeka has not skipped a beat. He is still going to be one of the best mids in the LCK. Okay. 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 What channel would have that one? Or How about the LCK? LCK? That's mean. Yeah. Okay. I'll just look for the LCK. Um... LCK. Oh, why, why don't you just? Oh, here's what I do t- here. I'll, I'll just, I'll just give you this one that we just used. Okay, let me just go look for LCK. Let uh, me give you this history because this will make you be able to consume games a bit quicker without actually watching the whole thing. You can watch the whole thing; it's fine too. Uh, here, here is this. Here, I'm pretty sure you're already subbed to this one. If you're not, just let me know. I'll just drop the link in the private chat. Okay. That way, if you can't consume the games live, you can always have have that. Anivia well. Games. Mm-hmm. You don't have any um, stuff on the channel. Wait, what? Yeah, Anivia Games. Anivia Cyber- Games? What? Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk 2077? No, that's what I sent you. You don't have anything. I'll, I'll, I'll send it to you again. Here, I'll, I'll drop it in... I'll drop it in a uh, messenger. It should work. Or just type up this, and you'll and you'll find it. Okay. Oh my god! Why my computer? Fuck! This computer just randomly freezes. Jeez. Oh, Nivea highlights. Okay, because you found it. Okay, yeah, because because yeah, because because you sent me son that they only had forty six subscribers. I was like, <laughs> that'd be pretty uh, bad. All right. Okay, yep. Okay, um just in case he, you ever miss certain games, you can always just uh, go to watch the watching highlights in league is a bit different than watching highlights in um uh traditional sports, but it's relatively the same thing. Okay, uh okay, HLE versus Kadia. Uh-huh. That's the team. Yeah. Okay. Game one yep. is such a banger. I'll watch that in a bit. I I I have to use this channel because I gotta go over Genji versus T1 too. Yeah, but yeah. All right, uh, as you guys know, like I mentioned before, at the top of the show, I we got to do the Climate Podcast is going to be Monday and Tuesday, LCS, LEC. Um, the LEC will have the Monday slot or Tuesday slot this week because the LCS doesn't really start until Thursday. So after the LEC games, I'll cover them either Monday or Tuesday. We'll see how that goes for this week. Yeah. We'll just play it by ear. So because remember, remember, guys, on Monday – since we're having the Cloud9 podcast on Mondays again around like 7 or 8, that gives me enough time to watch the rest of the games that I probably would, would miss. Or yeah. if you want them on Tuesday, it's we'll, we'll just play it by ear. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to say, man, before we uh, close out this, actually? Yeah, guys. 
Stop giving people easy picks game one. Yes. Oh, my God. I swear yes. to God, if I see teams give a Revolution Nami and draft Zary and Yumi, I'm thinking that's an auto win. If I see a team where it's like every you count you count pick your own picks by letting them oh let's bring in these champions but then uh, you let I'm like oh I was like yeah, yeah it was a y'all gave my thing y'all gave Faker a year game one I'm like <laughs> oh you guys are oh god and then it was game one wasn't even close game two was closer it was like uh I was like wait a second I that's the one champion I'm banning every time. Like I'm not giving, I'd rather give him Galio than Azir. That's uh, oh god, oh, oh my god, that that game one was just that was probably that was. Uh, that was Give me one. one sec, guys. I gotta write down. There's a, a new another new trailer drop. So I have other trailer reactions that are gonna be dropping. Oh, I have another yeah. Batman one that dropped. I reacted to the new Scream Six trailer, which is. Awesome. I, did, I finally dropped my trailer reaction for Ant Man the Lost Quantumania. I hope Ant Man the Lost Quantumania is pretty good. I hope it's pretty good. Same here. I'm I, okay. Depending on if I don't work Thursday, I'll probably go watch it that night. Yeah, yeah. Those those are movies you we watch. You watch opening night kind of thing. Usually, usually it depends on the day. That's why I try to say like, as you guys know, this year I'm trying to make sure I free up Thursday, just in case I want to go watch a movie movie myself. Or there's a big blockbuster release. Because usually on Thursdays, big blockbusters come out on Thursdays new. And that's like the only day I can get to the theaters, actually. Yep. Steven Crowder. Oh, my goodness. This guy. It's like, bro. He's okay, he's the one who chose to air out the dirty laundry first. I don't think. I still don't believe the contract was that bad. I like that he compared it to like slave wages. <sighs> slave wages and making $50 million. That makes no. Whatever. It's okay. I'll cover it on my other show. It's okay. It's okay. I don't believe for one second this guy is out there looking out for small content creators. No way. I, I nope. so, so doubt it. Like, if people are looking out for small content creators, then uh, put them on your YouTube channel, then. Feature them. Let them do guest uh, uploads on your, on your channel, then. Yep. Ah. Oh, love. I don't know why my notes tab is not loading. What the heck? My notes tab is not loading, guys, but whatever. Uh, I'll see you guys next week. Actually, uh, there won't be two episodes next week. Um, there might be since the LCS is starting just next week. We we can do another episode if it's two episodes covering um LPL and LCK. We'll just have to pick out a few BO3s and then just you know go over them. Actually, so yeah. Anything else you want to say, man? Before we head out, what you working on? Got anything going on? Um, no, I just, I got a bunch of stuff that's going on. That's why I'm just be, being busy. I mean, you should see a video tomorrow. I just been extremely busy with just life and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Let me, this shouldn't be loading. Let me, I'm trying to load up my task manager right now. My notes tab is not loading and it's making me angry. I usually have my notes tab so I can type up what I have to do usually. Yeah. It's it's always any aspiring content creator out there. Make sure you write shit down. It's very yeah. very very integral to keeping your track of what you have to do and what videos you might need to do that day. Uh, details. Exactly. Uh, where's my notepad? All right, the season is underway, and we're going to be giving you guys a whole lot more episodes of this show this year. See you guys later. Hashtag C9 win. Peace. <laughs>